John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Well, today is a very special day for all sorts of reasons, isn't it? We have the presence, we have the food, and we've got the time with the family. It's a wonderful day. But as we've already said, it's also a day where we're celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. This day is called Christmas Day because we're meant to be celebrating the coming into the world of Jesus. And as I thought that, well, what could I do to try and emphasize that point? And I came up with the idea of us memorizing a verse from the Bible. Now, that's something many of us used to do when we were younger, and it's a good thing to do. And so I thought, let's memorize a verse together. Now, don't worry. It's going to be a short verse. This is Christmas after all, and I'm not going to be testing you or anything like that. But I don't want to be too difficult, but I thought it would be good just to memorize this one. So if we could have it up here, please. It's a 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 15, which says, Thanks be to God for his inexpressible gift. It's not very difficult, is it? So let's say it together. That's how I, always, that's how I was taught to learn memory verses. Forgive me if I'm teaching bringing you to Sunday school at the moment, but let's, let's do this. So let's say this together. After three, one, two, three. Thanks be to God for his inexpressible gift. Second Corinthians 9 verse 15. Oh yes, we were always taught to do the reference. Okay, let's say it again. Thanks be to God for his inexpressible gift. Second Corinthians 9 verse 15. And then we'll take it off the screen. Oh, Yeah, okay, there we go. Okay, so, now, thanks be to God for his inexpressible gift. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 15. Wow, brilliant. Well, we'll come back to that verse later on in a minute. But as it is Christmas, I have something else for you. Because I don't know whether you, maybe you won't see at the back, but I have here under the Christmas tree some presents. Yeah, these wonderful presents here. Which, which has been left. And uh, I know some of you, who here hasn't opened their presents yet? 
Dear me, how could you even... Well, yeah, that's all. Most of us have got our presents all open and all sorted out, but I have some more presents with me here. And you know what? These are real presents bought with real money. Um, so, yeah, this talk is going to be like no other talk in the sense of these are real presents, and some people will get to keep the presents. Uh, yeah, I suppose I better be careful here not build this thing up too much or... Uh, there could be some people who are going to be very disappointed with what they've got. But I have here four presents. And I'm going to give one to a girl. Um, I was going to give one to a boy, but I'm not sure where, where we split off the boy age. So we'll see how that goes. I've got going to get one to a lady, woman, and also one to a man. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you three clues. Yeah, three clues. And I want you to guess what the present is. And if you can guess the present, well, you get to keep it. Yeah, that's right. You get another present on Christmas Day because, well, that's just the type of church we are here in the Hoylake, isn't it? <laughs> so, okay. Okay. So, we're going to begin, and I think I'm going to begin by asking a girl. Uh, so, uh, do the... No, that's not the present. That's the present here. That's, this is it here. This is the, the present. So, how am I going to do this? Um, I know. I, what I maybe do, I'll give the, the clues, the three clues, and then I'll ask someone else to choose to, so the girl to come up. Then it won't be my fault, whoever it is. So who am I going to ask? Michael. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. You're an American. We don't care. Come on ahead out here. You're all right. So, so okay. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to, yeah, so it's, you can be disliked. It's okay. Okay. So uh, what I'm going to do, I'm going to give the three clues, and then girls, now, how you define what age you want to say is up to you. Sixteen. No, there's a lady here. There's ladies one here as well. So this will be it. So okay. So first one. This gift is soft. Some people take it to bed with them. An example of them is Yogi and Rupert. Uh, that's probably showing my age a bit. Um, another example is Paddington. Well, who might it be? What might it be? Right. Yeah, on the back. Yes? yes. What, what was... What, come, come up, come up, come up. Right. What do you say? Well, type. why don't you open it up and let us see? Open it here. Just realizing this is great stuff for online, isn't it? It's, uh, I didn't open this. I didn't pack this. So there you go. So you start there. Yeah. Boy, let's see, see that? Yeah? Well done. So there you go. You take that, all right? Happy Christmas. Go on ahead. See? See how brilliant this works? Yeah. Okay. So now we have the, well, it was going to be a boy, but I'm not sure how we do this now because, well, okay, a child. Yeah? Okay. So it's, again, you decide, you define what you want. So, okay. So um, this gift is something that uh, many, most of you have used this morning. It is something that is seen on our roads. And it is something uh, that, is, that, you tra- that most people travel with without the strikes. So, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Robin? Come, okay, Robin, come on up. Let's open up and see. Can you open this? I tell you what, I'll start and you go and open it. 
Is that? Yeah. Wait, well, hey, let's see that. Hang on. See? Let's show that, yeah? See? A car. A monster truck stunt car I have, you know. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah. Theory me, these presents are just amazing. Okay, now we'll have gentlemen. Okay, so men, this present comes in all types of colors, but they're all the same shape. Okay, this is something most dads get sometime during Christmas, and this gift can get a little bit smelly now and again. So, anybody? So, well, come up and ask up. So. No, you're all right. Sarah. You're all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Times are tight, so it's one pair of socks. So. Okay. So, ladies. Okay, ladies. This present can help in emergencies. This present can also help you relax. There are some people who wax lyrical about this illuminating present. Any, go, oh, go on. Well, sorry. Come and see. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so they, yeah, yeah. There you go, yeah, yeah. So, thank you. Now, boys and girls and ladies and gentlemen, you saw something, what happened there, didn't you? You saw how they came up, or sorry, how, how I give the gifts. I give you the clues, I described it, and they got it straight away. Now, it might be that you're very intelligent people, or it just might be that it was fairly easy to describe what was going on. But for a moment, think about that verse that we learned a few moments ago. Think about what we're told in that verse. For our verse said, thanks be to God for his inexpressible or his indescribable gift. In other words, we're told in this verse that this gift of God, which of course is Jesus Christ and all that he has come to give us, is, is just inexpressible. It's just too amazing for words. It's so special, so fantastic, and so brilliant that it should blow our minds. But how can that be? And how might this gift be inexpressible? Well, I'm sure there are many reasons why the Apostle Paul, who wrote this verse, calls this gift inexpressible. But I want to very briefly point out to you two big reasons why this gift of God might just be too big for us to fully understand. And the first of those reasons is because of who it involves. This gift is inexpressible because of who it involves. And who does it involve? Well, it involves Jesus. And Jesus is no ordinary man. Jesus is not just like another religious teacher with a few good ideas like many other religious teachers. Oh no, what we're told about Jesus is that he's God's son. What we have sung all the way through this Advent series and Christmas series is that is, He is Emmanuel, which means He is God with us. So yes, He was fully man. Yes, if you were back th there back then and you saw Jesus walk down the street, He would have looked like every other man because He was human in every way. But as well as being fully human, He was also fully God. 
So do you remember what Peter, or sorry, what Richard read to us earlier on? He read to us from the first chapter of John. And very famously in those first three chapters, John says, John calls Jesus the Word. And this is what he says. He says, in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. And without him was not anything made that was made. Now, those are just amazing words. You can imagine whole books have been written on them to try to understand them. They're so deep and contain incredible truths. But in one sense, what John is saying here is also very clear. Because what he's saying is that the Word was with God, but also that the Word was God. He goes on and says it was through the Word that everything was created. And it's this Word who has become a human. It's this word that has come to dwell among us because it's this word that is Jesus Christ. So it's clear that John wants us to know that the specialness and the uniqueness of Jesus' birth has got nothing to do with him being born with no room for them in the inn. It's got nothing to do with the fact that Jesus was born when the animals were usually kept. No, the uniqueness of Jesus' birth and the reason for our celebration is all down to the fact that through this birth, God has stepped into time. God has come among His creation and God has taken on a human body and become a man. That's why this gift is described as inexpressible. It's because Jesus is both God and man. Now, boys and girls and ladies and gentlemen, we have to be honest and say, just because someone claims to be God does not necessarily mean they are God. I mean, I could stand here this morning and say, listen, I'm God. And that doesn't mean I'm right. Believe it or not, other people have stood up and they have seriously claimed to be God. But just because they say it doesn't make it true. So how do we know that Jesus is the real deal? And why should we believe him when he says he's God? Well, we can believe him because of what he has done. Yes, anyone can claim to be anything they want, but what we have to do is look at the actions of Jesus and see whether he can back up the claims of who he is. And when we look at what Jesus has done we can see he has proved he really is God. Because while he was on this earth, he has done only things that God can do. So he showed he was God when he healed the blind, the ill, and the lame. He proved he was God by feeding the 5,000 and walking on the water. He proved he was God when he told the storm to stop, and it stopped. He proved he was God by raising people from the dead. And of course, supremely, he proved he was God when he himself rose from the dead. Now listen, friends, I can make all the claims I want, but I can't do any of those things. You can make all the claims you want, but you can't do any of those things. We can't even control the water in our bathtub, let alone tell a mighty storm to stop and then go on and raise the dead. Nobody can do any of those things. So how come Jesus could? Well, the answer is simple. I can't do those things because I'm not God. You can't do those things because you're not God. 
But Jesus could do those things because he is God. And the fact is, none of those things are our problem if you really are divine. And friends, isn't it amazing? And isn't it wonderful? Might we say, isn't it just inexpressible that the gift we're given by God is in fact God himself? So the gift is inexpressible because of who it involves. But then secondly and finally, the, the gift is inexpressible because of what it involves. The gift is inexpressible because of what it involves. And what does it involve? Well, this is where we come to a bit of a problem. Because the truth of the matter is, it's virtually impossible to try and summarize everything that God gives to his people through Jesus Christ. So some people have said it's a bit like a diamond. Now, I've never heard, held a diamond in my hand. Anyone here got diamonds for Christmas? No? Oh, well. Oh, oh, oh wow. That's very good. But I've been told that if you hold a full diamond in your hand and you turned it around, it would look different depending on the way that the light caught it. Such is the beauty and such is the complexity that it is virtually impossible to capture the essence of a diamond from one angle, because it will look different depending on how you're holding it. Now, I have no idea whether that's right or not, and sorry, Margaret, but there's virtually no prospect of me ever finding out, and you won't be getting it. But I can say that the same is very true of the work of Jesus Christ and all the blessings that he has given us. Because if you are Christ, and if you have come to him, turned from your sin, and trusted in him for your relationship with God, then God has offered us incredible and inexpressible blessings. Now listen, don't worry, this is a shorter verse, so I'm not going to spend ages going through all these blessings. But let me just list a few for you, for they are wonderful. You see, because of Jesus, we can have our sins forgiven, our guilt removed, and our past dealt with. Because of Jesus, we can be part of God's worldwide and eternal family, which is the greatest and most diverse company of people the world has ever known. Because of Jesus, we can have purpose and meaning in this life. We can have our deepest questions answered and our greatest needs met. Because of Jesus, the almighty God of this universe has promised to be with us, to help us, and to care for us. Because of Jesus, we can have peace in the midst of trouble. We can have hope in the midst of despair. And we can know that no matter what the situation, nothing is so bad that it can be described as impossible. Because of Jesus, we have God's Word, God's Spirit, God's power, and God's promises. And in a world of confusion and doubt, our Savior can say, I am the way, the truth, and the life. In a world that makes so many promises but never seems to deliver, our Lord says, I have come to bring life and to bring life in all its fullness. And in a world of darkness and evil and anxiety, our Emmanuel and God who is with us says, I am the light and I will never leave you or forsake you. And then, friends, when our days on this earth are done, and those days may be short or they may be long, but when they're done, because of Jesus, death does not destroy us. Instead, the one who defeated death himself promises his people life beyond the grave. And to be honest, friends, 
that's just me scratching the surface. There is a whole lot more that could be said, but those are some of the wonderful things that God gives His people because of Jesus. Now, there are some of you here, and and those things don't sound as exciting or important as maybe some of the presents that you've got. I know for some children, some teenagers, and some adults, other things seem more important. But you know, the older you get, and the more you think about things, the more precious and wonderful the gift of Jesus becomes to you. For however great and good the things that we possess may be, there will always come a time when they decrease in value. There will always come a time when they'll not be as important as we thought. And so there will always come a time when when they will stop being valuable. And that's true for everything that we might have in this world. But here's the thing. What Jesus gives us never decreases in value. Instead, as we know more of this life, and hopefully as we get a bit more wiser, we will begin to understand just how precious and valuable He really is to us. So then, we've thought a little bit about this gift of God, and we've seen it's inexpressible. It's inexpressible because of who it involves, and it's inexpressible because of what it involves. And so is it any wonder that the Apostle Paul tells us that what we should do is give thanks to God for it. Let's bow our heads and pray and do just that now. Father, we do want to thank you for this gift of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you for all that he means. And Lord, yes, we can get caught up in the sentiment of the occasion. But Lord, we also know that this world is a dark and sometimes scary place. But we thank you that he is our hope. We thank you that he is your answer to our greatest needs. And we thank you, Lord, that we can trust and rest and know what it is to be one of yours because of him. Lord God Almighty, may we have a great day. May we enjoy and celebrate uh, each other and all that we uh, have been given. But Lord, most of all, may we know more of you and may we know the gift that you have given to us in Jesus Christ. Hear us, we pray, for we ask it in our Savior's name. Amen.